Factory's Creativity Unleashed podcast. Join me, Tiffany McIsaac, and my partner in creative pursuits, Melanie Pinto, as we explore creativity as a state of mind rather than a talent we're born with. Here you'll find guided meditations, insightful conversations, and evocative tools to help you unleash your full potential. Because when we live life from a place of creative thinking, the opportunities are endless. Having built a social media coaching business from scratch to over 20,000 followers and catapulting numerous brands, artists, and entrepreneurs into influencer status, Bo Pinto has definitely made a name for himself. For over 10 years, Bo has mastered not only the tools and techniques to elevate brand awareness, but has developed a deep understanding of the psychology of social media. The Freedom Factory has had the honor to have Bo in the gallery on several occasions to speak to a full house of artists on social media marketing and branding for creatives. We're so thrilled to launch this podcast series with a heart-to-heart with the man himself. In this conversation, Bo opens up about the changes in social media, how they affect our usage, and what's on the horizon. We trust you'll enjoy Bo's engaging and slightly controversial talk as much as we have. So here it is. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on Creativity Unleashed. Uh, Today, we're talking with Bo Pinto. He is a social media and marketing expert. Um, You may have seen him in the gallery. He's done a lot of free social media coaching for artists. Um, So yeah, we just wanted to kind of chat today a little bit about social media and marketing and where things are at. Um, How are you doing with this self-isolation? Well, as you can see, I'm growing my beard back. Nice. Uh, trying to use this as that time. Everyone's trying to like grow their hair out again. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, or they're cutting their bangs off by themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad haircuts on Facebook. <laughs> a friend of mine asked me if I can cut his hair. I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. No. <laughs> if you're cool with shaving it afterwards, then yes, but. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I guess one of the things I've been thinking about a lot recently is um, one of the things you would talk about often when we would talk about social media and stuff in the gallery, um, and one of your biggest tips um, for artists or for people in general when using Instagram and stuff as a marketing tool is sort of on social media you need to be social. Um, and I think one of the great things about artists being able to represent themselves, um, was that social media was such an amazing marketing tool. And then the algorithms and everything got so crazy that it became something where unless you had a ton of money to sink in, um, it was, it's starting to get pretty hard to actually use these things as a tool. Um, but simultaneously no one was really using or a lot of people weren't actually using social media in that way that you described as a platform to be social and actually interact and connect. Mm-hmm. So one of the cool things that I'm noticing in the last few weeks about this self-isolation is that we're actually seeing people using it, I think how it was intended, which was to be a social platform and a platform to actually connect with people. Um, but how do you kind of see that going in the future as far as like using Instagram and 
Facebook and everything as a way to actually market yourself for business and or connect with friends and use it as sort of a, that initial social platform. I think what I've experienced is social media the way we knew it uh, is, is no longer the way it is. Um, and I guess the, uh, the trouble I have with it now is that, and the trouble I had with this for a while now, and actually I've been saying this for, for, for years, I've been trying to tell people, be more social, get on there and connect. And I've been screaming this from the rooftops because I've been watch I've been watching patterns and trends and the patterns and trends is that people are falling asleep on here. Mm -hmm. They're not actually using it to talk to people. They're, they're using it to glorify themselves. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is people get on social media and then they amass these followers. And at the same time, they amass these egos. Mm -hmm. And if they don't amass the followers then they, they develop insecurity. Right. And, um, and they get on there hoping to connect and hoping to show people their work. And a friend of mine said the other day, Oh, I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to do this. And I said, well, don't forget. Like, well, I asked her, I said, like, what, why do you want to start the YouTube channel in the first place? And she said, well, I want to feel, she said, I want to share my authentic voice. And I said, okay, well, beyond sharing your authentic voice, even for artists, for example, right? You want to share your content with people but you want to share it with people. You want to feel heard. You want to have an impact. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you really wanted to share your authentic voice, you would just put your gallery, your, your pictures up in your own house and enjoy them. You know what I'm saying? That's sharing your voice, but no one's hearing it. It doesn't mean you're not sharing your voice. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, the idea though, is that people want to feel heard. And I think many years ago when we first got on there, it elevated our potential and we saw, Oh wow, this is what things could be. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and we started to connect on a higher level. And then, um, once they started messing with the algorithms and I've been saying this and, and, and people don't know this, but I've, I've had meetings with like, with, with very important people about having, uh, cases made against, um, against some of these platforms because of the way that they're manipulating people. And um, I don't think it's going to be necessary very soon because uh, I can almost guarantee you that Mark Zuckerberg is going to step down as CEO of Facebook. Um, this is my prediction. And you don't have to believe me or not. That's my prediction. And, uh, and that the things that we used to see on here are going to completely change. You know, and, and it's, it's weird because I've been telling people for years. Like, I mean, look, I've been doing this for years, eight years now I've been my, my life has been nothing but social media. And then all of a sudden the guy who's telling everyone, get on social media, get on social media, runs away and says, get off social media, get off it, get off it, get off it. There's something wrong there, mm -hmm. right? There's something wrong. And what's happening is, is that people are on there and they're asleep. They're not paying attention. So, and what I've been saying for years is to get people to socialize. And so it's just not happening anymore. We're losing humanity to these robots because our screens are sucking our attention. They're sucking our energy. They're sucking our life. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're removing our ability to manifest things. Right? So I say, if you're an artist and you want to create the best thing you could do right now is throw your fucking phone out the window and go outside. 
and breathe and look at people and, and just create because right now that phone is going to do nothing for you unless you pick it up and make a call. See, what most people try to do is they try to sell a hundred things, right? I want to sell a hundred pieces. Why? That's a lot of fucking work. Make one phone call to person who can sell you a hundred, who can sell your hundred pieces for you. Mm-hmm. But distribution, it's about being strategic, right? So, you know, it's, uh, it's a, and this is, it goes back to what I've always taught. And this is what I've said. This has never been about social media, what I've been teaching. It's always been about communication and talking to people and forming relationships. Cause I always said to people at the end of all of this, when you have all these followers, what's going to matter, none of these numbers are going to matter. All that's going to matter is the relationships that you made and the impact that you had. Mm-hmm. Right. So look at it like that, right? Like your, your social media account is no longer effective. In my opinion, what it is, it's a list of people that might know you if you give them a call. Do you think it's still relevant as far as content creation and people actually seeing your content and a way to put yourself in front of people versus maybe converting that into sales or like, do you think it's something that's now going to be used just to connect with people? I, 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 in my opinion, in particular with Instagram, I think it. I think people are so asleep on there that I don't think even think they're appreciating your work anyways. They're, they're, they're taking beautiful masterpieces that people have taken their entire lives to develop the artistry and skill to do. And people scroll past it like it, like it's an advertisement. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. They do not care about you. They, they're on there because they care about them and they're wanting, they're seeking validation and they're seeking a distraction. Mm-hmm. Your work is not being appreciated. That's why people who are having galleries, people who are having experiences people who are bringing people together right those are going to be the people that win and you're in 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 the world that's about to come i mean art and creativity um you know i think people are worried about their businesses and how to market it i don't think people are going to have to worry i think in the in, in what's going to happen with the world in the next couple of years um artists are going to be probably the some of the richest uh individuals in our society because we're going to value creation more. We're going to value uh, uh, beauty and, and, and color and all those things more because we're going to feel more free. And, uh, and, and you're going to be blown away, honestly. I feel like um, all of the people who are, who are struggling, people who have had debts through, through major financial banking systems, um, it's, it's, uh, there's, going to be, there's going to be, I don't know if you've ever heard of this term, but the, the great jubilee where there's a great balancing and basically anyone who's had debts, anyone who's had any of these things, it's, it's going to be wiped out. And that may sound very like futuristic or whatever, but like, you know, I think that that's the way that things are going right now. And that's, we're in an opportunity, we have an opportunity right now to rebuild society. So these are the conversations that we need to have. And, uh, and I think right now we spent so many years fighting each other, fighting about race, fighting about gender, fighting about politics, fighting about religion. And I think like at the end of the day, what we're going to realize is that it's, it's easy to be controlled when we're all fighting each other, right? But when we all stick together, when we all unify and we all look and say, you know what, this is the society that we want, uh, uh, no one's going to be able to tell us differently. And I think in that world, what better way to live in a, in a creative and open and abundant world than to have artists who are for so many generations starving. Uh, to be the, the, the greatest and the most wealthy people 
in the entire society. Well, it's interesting, even in this short amount of time that we've been in self-isolation, um, you're really seeing a lot of posts and discussion about how people that were otherwise unappreciated or, oh, the starving artist should get a real job, um, or someone who was working minimum wage, say, as a cashier, these are really the people now that um, we're relying on, one, to provide us the services that at the end of the day, like, we need, um, and two, to, like, keep us happy and inspired and entertained. And so you're really seeing how valuable artists and creatives are at a time like this when we don't have all of the other things that we're used to having. Um, so really, I do hope that it actually shifts the consciousness. And Well, the thing is, is the shift of consciousness is inevitable. What's going to happen is, is that people are going to have the opportunity to make a choice. And that choice is going to be what, what universe do you want to live in? You want to live in the universe that's completely abundant and like um, uh, forever giving, uh, or do you want to live in a world where, in where you want to live in fear? And if you if you decide to live in, here's the thing: there's a very dividing line right now in, in how things are going to go, and you have the choice. That's what people need to realize: is that if you have the choice to live in fear, you will live in probably the worst fear of your entire life for, for the next few years. Um, mm -hmm. If you decide to live in love, you will experience the most abundant version of life that you've ever experienced in your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I think that's the choice that people have right now is, is am I a starving artist? Because if so, you're going to starve more than you've ever starved before you. And, and you, you, that might be the end of it, right? Um, or uh, you're going to feel like people are finally starting to appreciate your work. You're going to feel like those phone calls that you were making uh, uh, actually get somewhere. And those little bank fees that kept like fucking you over every other month and just stopping you from just getting, getting by, uh, the, those will stop. And the systems of control that you, that you've always struggled with your whole life thinking like, why is this happening to me? I know I'm smart. I know I want this. I know it's not that I don't want this. I, I'm trying. It's not that I'm not trying. If you're that person and you decide that this is it, I refuse to accept any other reality that now is my time then you're going to have an amazing fucking life. And congratulations to all of you who decide that because that's where this, this world is going. <laughs> Either or, it's your choice. Yeah. It is but, interesting. But, but I think these, these, I think we're in a war right now and I think that war is against some very dark forces and dark forces thrive on fear. Mm -hmm. And as long as we are fearful, then we're going to continue to have this life. So... Uh, every day I'm going to go out on my front porch and I'm going to smile at people that walk by and I'm going to enjoy the sunlight because I have absolutely no fear in my heart. Uh, I have no fear of death. I have no fear of um, uh, uh, what's to come. Uh, uh, so I know that th th there's only going to be abundant and great things coming for us. It's so weird. I feel that too. And it's like, obviously this is um, a time that I would have anticipated to be filled with nothing but anxiety and stress. but. I mean, there's nothing you can do. So at the end of the day, just releasing and, you know, embracing that. And like you said, letting go of fear, letting go of worry and like things you can't control. And yeah. so there's absolutely nothing any of us can do other than our part uh, to be responsible and squash this. Um, there's nothing we can do. So what's the point of stressing? And It's weird. Like I feel this odd sense of calm and peace amongst i think we like needed this break too everyone needed a bit of a break 
Yeah. The planet needed it. Families needed to reconnect. People needed to like replan and get our heads yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah. I think that artists um, can be using this time. I mean, the main thing that people need to keep in mind, and this is something that I've known through my experiences of working from home for many years before anybody, like I worked from home in a way that wasn't like, oh, work from home and earn an extra $600 a month. No, I worked from home like full time for many years. Like that Mm -hmm. was my full time thing. And I had to keep it organized like that. And I found that um, uh, people kept saying to me like, oh, you know, oh, I wish I lived like that. Just, you know, get up whenever I want. I said, no, you fucking don't (laughs) because it's confusing. And when it's all fun and games until one day you wake up at 5 p.m. and you're like, what happened? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Like, and what day is it? And like, you you know, you you lose your whole equilibrium. Mm -hmm. So what people need to recognize in this time is that you know, the time and the freedom that you have is beautiful. And um, I don't think I have to tell them how to create. I think that's going to uh, happen naturally. Yeah. But what I think needs to happen is we need to uh, remind people how to remove the blocks. Mm-hmm. And how you remove the blocks is a couple ways. So um, the, the biggest thing that I like to do uh, in terms of working from home, and because a lot of people, when they work from home, they work in isolation, so they, lack, they don't have accountability. They only have their own accountability, which is challenging. So the other thing is that when you wake up in the morning, if you don't have a plan for your day in some way already, then uh, it's the brain's natural inclination to revert back to memories. So, uh, and then when we think about our memories, we create those memories. And so this is actually the theme of Groundhog Day, the movie. What, what it's talking about is essentially is that we wake up, we think about our memories, and then we create it the next day. <clears throat> and then we live that day over and over based on the thoughts of our creation, or the creation of our thoughts. So uh, essentially, like, um, the brain itself is a manifesting tool. It's a, it's a tool designed to help you uh, create things throughout your universe. And one of the ways that, um, uh, that I like to do that is I like to have the, these little cue cards that I write uh, the night before. And uh, I like to write my morning down on the cue card. And, uh, and on that cue card as well, I like to put like, um, like everything I have to do in the morning, like even like brushing my teeth, something simple, you know, so that I don't forget the little things. You ever like go out and like, forget to put on deodorant or whatever? <laughs> so I make sure I write down everything. So I have a nice morning routine. And uh, even the routine, when I say routine, I don't want to say something that way I do the same every day. I actually switch up everything I do in the morning every day. So that way I'm not just waking up um, my body, I'm actually waking up my mind in terms of consciousness. I'm like doing something differently and being active through each thought. Um, And then I write down my task list for things I have to do during the day, just some regular life tasks. And I'll also write down dream tasks. So that's like doing at least one thing a day towards something towards my my big goal. And And I write these things down at night because when you write it down at night and your, and your body goes into REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement, um, REM sleep essentially is just like when your brain is like moving, your eyes are going all, like all over the place because your brain is thinking like incredibly fast, right? Like, um, so, uh, when you're sleeping in, in your subconscious brain, your subconscious brain works at like speeds that are unbelievable. Like, uh, that's why you can look at someone and within a, a blink of an eye, you can just like have an entire impression of who they are. And just by feeling them and sensing them because your brain is processing information much faster on the subconscious level. So if you do this uh, at night and then your brain will actually 
plan out your day for you. And then, um, and then most people, especially artists, where uh, in the, they live in a very creative and uh, infinite realm, um, to get back into the, uh, the, uh, the physical realm where they can actually manifest what they're doing, um, it's really important to have those things listed out um, and written down so that way uh, uh, if you do get sidetracked or someone calls you or someone interrupts that you know where to go back to after. And you have a clear picture of your day. And, and then when you do that at night too, you, you kind of like get to choose what your day looks like the next day instead of having the day choose you, which is really nice, right? And I think that um, the, the biggest problem that people have is the day, the day chooses them. And the, the biggest thing I, for me is like, you know, I, I love being around people, but the only time I don't like being around people is right before bed and first thing in the morning. Because when you go to, what people don't realize is that right before bed and first thing in the morning, you, you know, when you're kind of like in that sleepy, dreamy state where you're like, you know, kind of half asleep, half dreaming. The reason you're in that state is because your brain is consistently releasing DMT, which is dimethyltryptamine. And it's a, it's, a, it's a drug that your brain releases that allows you to dream. But what a lot of people believe is that it's also allowing you to access the spirit world or the infinite world, mm-hmm. right? And so um, in terms of being able to manifest and pull from that infinite world, it's a very powerful state. It's a very powerful time in the mm-hmm. day to start pulling those manifestations. So if you take your cue card and you write that down first thing at night and you look at it right before you go to bed and first thing in the morning and don't touch your fucking phone, like yeah. take your social media and throw it out. It's, you want to think about social media itself is, is essentially it's other people's thoughts, right? So if you're trying to manifest and the foundation of manifestation is having your singular, one of your thoughts and it being single and clear, the second you go on social media, you're ruining your manifestations with every scroll, mm-hmm. right? So it's really important that, um, and again, something like this is a little bit different because on a, on a let's say a podcast or um, something that's a little bit longer. Um, people are not watching it like they wouldn't put this on in the background, right? People would be watching this openly, consciously, you know, they have to hear what we're saying. So it's a little bit different of a process. But when people are on Instagram or on Facebook where they can scroll through your stuff, they're not looking at it. Mm -hmm. They're not. No one cares. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. But I mean, that's where it's freeing. And that's why I need to remind people this is not a bad thing. This is not like, oh, we've lost social media. No, it's, it's, it's that we've evolved now as a result, right? So like, you know, yes, people don't care. Okay, great. Like, I'll give you an example. Like when I stopped using social media for a little while, um, I had this like revelation. And the revelation was, oh my God. I'm not as cool as I think I am. <laughs> and then, and then after that, it, like I took a few seconds, but after that I was like, wait, I'm not as cool as I think I am. This is amazing. And it was like, it was so freeing. And it was like, wait, I don't have to be this cool person that everyone thinks. Yeah. Immediately these expectations of who I was supposed to be started releasing off of me. And it was like, it was the most freeing experience ever. And so like, what I want to remind people that like we're entering an age where um, your energy matters more than your followers mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and social media steals your energy. And I, I'm, I refuse to have followers moving forward. If someone says, Oh, I follow you. I say, well then please unfollow me. Because from now on, I refuse to have followers, only followers. Yeah. We don't, I, don't, I don't lead anybody. 
but I listen to everybody and we, we can all have discussions, but I don't lead, right? I'm not the boss of anybody. I'm a follower of you and we, 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 we connect in fellowship, but I don't, I don't, I don't lead, you know? And, uh, and, and, but in that process, it means that like in, in the process of not leading, it means that we've arrived and mm -hmm. we're here. Mm -hmm. And, and by being here, I don't have to, you know, um, show anyone where to go or what to do. We've arrived and it's time to be, mm -hmm. it's time to create. Um, and, uh, we don't need to compete anymore. We're going to collaborate and we're going to create. And, and, and this world where there is no competition, there is no, there is no, it's only creation. How can we race one another when we're, when we're not competing? Mm -hmm. right imagine a world where we decide the one race is human race we're competing with ourselves and with it, we're competing with maybe other planets and other ideas or whatever but we're going to create something beautiful here we're going to create more life and more beauty you know mm -hmm. and uh and um some unfortunately we're going to lose some amazing artists to fear but we'll we'll gain um the the, the ones the ones that that believe and love and have enough courage in these times are going to come out and tell the stories of everyone else uh, through their art. And it's going to be, we're going to look back at this time and think, wow, like we are, what a time to be alive. We were so lucky and people are going to look back at our lives and think, how did you guys make it through that? And we're going to be like, you know what? It doesn't matter. We're here now, you know, like, so it's going to be beautiful. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people that never followed their passions in the past or their dreams um, and allowed things to like manifest and build from a real place of expression and your heart's real expression um, that got that real job. Like they don't have those jobs right now either. And mm -hmm. so we learned that like not everything is secure. So many of those things weren't secure anyways. So you might as well be doing something that's like following your dreams and putting your heart out there and you might as well because half of the real jobs are gone now too. So what's the point mm -hmm. if it's not for love? Well, that's the whole joke, right? And I said like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to get into too much of the future, right? Because like the present is, is unfolding it's in itself so beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, but uh and actually you know what let's stick to that because i think like you know it's interesting i mean i going to brazil i had the experience of being able to do ayahuasca with some of the uh the friends of shamans and some of the shamans down there and um it was such a a, a beautiful like you know eye-opening experience and um i feel like and mind you when i say beautiful and eye-opening i mean like i was on the floor puking like you know <laughs> all types of stuff but but I'm telling you, like in the past couple of days, uh, being being completely sober and 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 just like looking at what's going on has been way more intense than that ayahuasca experience and ceremony, like for sure. Mm -hmm. Because and, and that's what I've always said to my friends. I said, like, if they're struggling with drugs, I said, you know, the reason the reason why. Uh, the reason why you take drugs to trip out is not because uh, you like to trip out on those drugs is like, because you realize that tripping out on, on sobriety is, 
is the highest you could ever get. Like you're gonna, you know, like, um, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and actually I shouldn't say it's pretty crazy because I just looked up the word crazy today. And, uh, I think that we, you know, it's funny. We, we need to start questioning our language about a lot of things too, yeah. because I think there's a lot of things that we, a lot of words that we've used our entire lives to describe things. And when you look at the root of the words, you see the truth in it. So mm -hmm. the word crazy actually just means like full of cracks. Mm. Right? And when someone says, oh, you're, you're crazy. It's like they're trying to say your story is full of cracks. Huh. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Like they, but they would call people crazy to make them feel like, uh, uh, that their story didn't hold weight. Mm. Right. And it's like, no, like I'm not crazy, you know, like, <laughs> um, but it's interesting. There's a lot of words that like, as we start to wake up, we're going to start to look at these words and go, wait, we were using that. Like the fact that people stay still say, Oh, that's sick. I'm like, how is that sick? Yeah. That's actually quite healthy. I'm surprised of you would say that. Kill it. We're going to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, or like a lot of manifestation with words with well, all of our manifestation is with words and that's what mm -hmm. we need to realize is that our language has been a prison that we've been locked in for, for a very long time and even myself i'm not fully there yet i'm learning new things every day i'm having conversations with people that are opening my eyes to things that i wasn't even aware of before um but the more i change my language the more my life changes as well you know mm -hmm. when people say that's sick or that's dope why does why is it that when we when we try to describe something with goodness that we try to describe it as unhealthy and um and, and then with pharmaceuticals yeah right there's something bigger going on here and that there's a you know, people have to understand that like you know when we talk about the media um and stuff like that like the major media corporations again i've done social media for many years okay so i've had plans for many years to orchestrate and operate an idea where I would have thousands of social media accounts, we would control the content on everything, and we could essentially control the population, right? I didn't want to do this. What I recognized though is that it's happening, right? And that's why I always kept trying to come up with this counter battle, right? Because I recognized that this was happening, and it's happening. If you look at every major news organization, it's somehow connected. You can look at the, it's the same scripts that they use for every news station. You can see the same news station saying the same things over and over and over. So these media organizations are, are, are planting these ideas in our head for what we should and shouldn't believe. And at the end of the day, like we, we, a lot of these words that we have and people say, oh, that's just slang. I said, slang from where though? From music, media, right? And who controls these media? Who controls these outlets? We have to start asking questions to ourselves that open up our minds open-ended questions that allow us to think not yes or no right mm -hmm. yeah. that's true um i think we are running pretty much out of time um but thank you so much for joining us it's super interesting i feel like i want to talk to you again because we could talk about like eighteen thousand different topics yeah, yeah for sure but in, again, to, to, to end it off and conclude, um, in terms of marketing and, and building businesses for artists, mm -hmm. step one is mindset to remember to be abundant and that everything that you have ever wanted is on its way to you. Um, the second thing is to be more human, as human as possible. In a time like this, uh, where people are feeling isolated, <clears throat> if you provide a human-like interaction of any kind, 
um, you're going to provide a ton of value for uh, people. And, um, and the last thing is that kindness will be the new currency. So if you can take what you're doing and do it with kindness in some way, you're going to be a very, very rich person. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Where can people connect with you if they want to connect in fellowship? Um, they cannot. Okay. Uh, because um, my energy is now my own. So uh, I'm not offering it on social media anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't be available for connection. Um, I have a few people that I stay connected with because my energy is limited. Mm -hmm. And so I share it with a limited group of people. And if you want to get, uh, be a part of that limited group of people, you can talk to Tiffany. Uh, <clears throat> but um, we're working on something quite large in terms of food distribution and things like that to help people get healthy, to help people remove uh, glyphosate from the body, which is a herbicide that's given out by Monsanto, which is another part of this whole media church uh, conglomerate thing going on. Um, so uh, this stuff removes glyphosate from the body, which is in everybody's body. Okay, so uh, uh, it's an antibiotic herbicide that essentially has been sprayed and doused over all of our foods. It's in our water supply. It's in every beer, wine, thing that you can think of. Uh, you can get yourself self-tested for it. Um, but we're helping people remove this, and we're helping people distribute uh, real, natural, organic, non-GMO superfoods to people's door, um, uh, totally eliminating the need for grocery stores and stuff like that. So if you want to be a part of helping me distribute that, I'm not looking for customers. I have plenty of customers. I'm looking for people who, believe, who are courageous in a moment of time where uh, we need fearless leaders. I'm looking for word of mouth warriors uh, and people that can take this and, and, and share it with the world. But I'm only looking to do that with three people. Um, and after that, um, uh, you know, I may speak in person or you may run into me in person. But if that's the case, it's because we are meant to meet. And if that's the case, I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to shaking your hand, potentially hugging you, looking you in the eye, and uh, recognizing you as a fellow human. Amazing. <laughs> well, that makes it even more special that you joined me here today on this platform. This is very um, exclusive. This is very exclusive. <laughs> Melanie and I both thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you. And we love you. And uh, hopefully I will see you in person as well and hug you and shake your hand soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come by soon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you so much, Bo. Okay, guys, cheers. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the Creativity Unleashed podcast. It really means the world to us to share this content with you and build a new community. Please subscribe and share with a friend if you've liked what you heard. And don't be shy to drop us a line. All of our contacts are listed below. We can't wait to come back next week for an in-depth conversation with music producer and drummer from Finger Eleven, Steve Malella. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. <laughs>